Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, by the way, Game of Games brought to you by Jacob Imrani. If you are looking for a big win, Jacob is your guy. Go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. Cappy, did you hear the drama of uh, of Game of Games? I did, but I also heard the end where um, you guys were asking Pepe about his personal life. I want you guys to know, mm-hmm. I do not ask Pepe about his personal life any longer. Oh, really? Why? Did you have an incident? We did. What happened? Uh, Yamaba. We did. Oh, what no, did you, it wasn't what, Yamaba. What did you ask? I don't want to say. Oh, really? You ask me uh, again. Pep, ask me again. Oh, ask again. Do you really want me to do it? Yeah, Pepe's yeah, saying go ahead. He has given you the green light. He got mad at me. He told me I didn't respect him. Okay. What did you, why? How did you disrespect him? I asked him when he makes love how long it goes. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? You know what? I didn't want to say it there, but I can tell you the answer now. And I didn't oh. say it because we were at Yamaba. We were at Yamaba. Right. Yeah, but you know the answer is longer than you. Whoa! <laughs> Pepe, do you, have a, do you have like a 24-second clock in the bedroom? And a, and a matador's outfit. <laughs> and a matador's outfit. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, Pepe. Pepe. And a matador, Liz is the bull. So, uh, so Cappy, I finally am off the schneid on Game of Games. I've uh, I've won one outright. This is my two, months, set. two wins in a row. You're the leader. I'm the leader for the year. Right. I'm getting it's smarter. Your, you, you, and you were complaining about uh, Papuri. No, I. But you've I never, you had Papuri. never won one outright, right? This was the first one. Yeah. I no, don't one think other time. I think one September. time last year you did. September. Because yeah, it was like a big deal when you did. Oh, it. that's right. Because you lost that. a couple of outright. Because I like came in. I remember one week and just won like I three remember, in a row. I went to Yamava the next day and I got like a round of applause right, because I won game the game. Right. There you go, Cappy. Your long you, national nightmare is over. Cappy, did you hear that Ireland and Bergman wanted to uh, ban Popery of Lies for once a month? Yeah, but uh, Cappy, I have heard this. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think? Can't can't do it. I don't think you should do it. How often should we go to the whip? I would say you should at least do potpourri at least twice a month. All right, well, it's coming up again, Pepe. You have Friday. next Friday. Okay. That's okay. good. Michael, By the way, Bergman has next fine. Wednesday. Bergman in Ireland, I like potpourri of lies. So do I. I, I thought I'm it was fine. great. And this Greg, one's good. Greg, you almost won. Yeah, yeah very I, close. This was a good game. I blew it on Bradbury, man. I should know he wrote Fahrenheit. I'm shocked you missed it. Why are you dressed like the brawny man today? Yeah, no, I walked out the door <laughs> today. Have, he is. Walked out the door today and, uh, and right. Juan Get said him a to paper me, towel. you look like a gay lumberjack. Nice. One of our uh, listeners, Bob, has just tweeted. Okay. Oh, he said. Congrats to at Venice Mace on winning Game of Games for the month. Second greatest miracle this month besides last night's Lakers. Right, right. It's right there. It is true. Right. I mean, your win today is is kind of like LeBron and what he did last night in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Cappy, did you yeah. stay up or did you turn the game off when they fell behind by twenty? Don't don't know why, but for some reason I decided to stay with it. I don't know why I did, but I did. Beautiful. And I got to see the entire thing. Couldn't believe it. Could not believe what I was seeing. And of course, George and I are going to have this discussion, but I'm. You know, I'm a roller coaster when it comes to emotions in these kinds of games. Yes, sure. So, you know, I'm going to get there. I mean, there was the upside down portion of the roller coaster like seven times. The wild part is always to me, and it never gets uh, less wilder, is how we were talking about on our broadcast about how there was no energy in the building, right? Um, at one point. And then the Lakers started to make that furious comeback, and right. it's just the energy changed completely <laughs> right, in the building. Right. You could yeah. hear it. You could feel it on TV. Yeah. yeah you, you know? I, I heard you guys talking about it. It was JJ and... And Dave Pash. And Dave Pash. Yeah, yeah, they were talking about the Laker fans really came out there towards the end. And right. You can hear them but loud and they clear. Were, it was so... It was like quiet in the building most of the game, I felt like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, hey, did you guys hear that Bergie got mad at me yesterday? Oh, no. What, what? what happened? Well, we were having that conversation that you guys had had about tipping. Yeah. 
and I told the story about going to his favorite coffee shop. I'll leave their name off the air because he lost his mind at me yesterday. Billy, when I, mentioned I yelled at him. In, in a text, I yelled at him. Yeah. He yelled at me in all yeah, caps. Did, 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 did you text that he's lost a friend? No, I think I was not, not, not Mason style. Yeah. yeah, but just like you guys, I was complaining about, like, you know, I'm trying to decide what's the right thing to do. And Johnny, I, I have what you have. I have, like, guilt tips. So anyway, so I went over across the way to the JW Marriott. I got a pre-made salad. I walked in. I said, hi, can I have that Cobb salad right there and that little cup of chicken right there? And the girl took it out and handed it to me. And then she went to have me pay for it. And then my tip options were 18, 20, and 22%. And I was like, but why? For takeout. For, no, not for takeout. Just for handing you something for, from yeah. the... Right, something that was pre-made. Now, everybody jumped on me in the circle of trust. Like, how do you know she didn't make that salad? I know. Okay? They come pre-made. Yes. They put them in the fridge, and then she handed it to me. And now your choice is 18, 20, or 22%. And because I have guilt tip, I tipped her 20%. But then, Mace... Yeah. Mace, I, I, I broke out the badge, man, that says I work here. And then they gave me back 20%. Oh. So, so it was even. So in the end, I was even. That's yeah. a very cappy move. Yeah. yeah. Right there. Yeah. yeah. But on the tip itself... If that's really the case, she hands you a salad and a pre-made yeah. this. Do you really tip, no. or are you being you're being put in a terrible situation because yeah. yeah. you feel like an a-hole if you don't tip? Wait, Cappy, wasn't one of the options no tip? I don't recall the no tip. There's usually a no tip. Option. No, it was yeah. custom tip. Custom tip. No, but yeah. zero. There, is a, there is a no tip too. Yeah, I think uh, there's a no. Tip. So Bergman did this to me yesterday. I brought it up to Cappy. Okay, so I, I talked about it on the Blue Review this morning. As we know, we have this ridiculous television system in this building for years. Yes, where like everything is wired into like we have like forty channels or not even. It's really like twenty channels, but More everything like is five. Wi- everything is wired to a specific channel from like the Direct TV, but it's through like a computer system. So basically, if you want to watch channel twenty six, yeah, you have to go to a computer and go to, and then it'll bring up the. Direct TV guide, and you can pick ESPN or MLB Network or NBA TV or whatever. So I'm always complaining. We never have regular ESPN on any of these freaking channels. Right. right. It's always ESPN two or Spectrum or MLB Network or for God forbid CN, CNN or Fox News. I'm like, who's watching that stuff? Yeah, who is? It, like, so I said to Bergman, can we just get one on ESPN? So I walk and he's like, so I walk in there to the studio. Are you TikToking mm, me? I'm TikToking. Okay. You. So I walk into his office. And I said, hey, Bergman, can you just put one of these freaking channels on ESPN in this ridiculous wired TV system we have? And he gave me the finger like this. No, did he? He gave me an index finger. An index finger. And then I'm like, well, what's going on? He's like, I need to finish watching this. It was Yamamoto pitching in an inning. I, I'm I think like, I'm in the right here. I'm like, come on. Well, I mean, it was Yamamoto <laughs> I get pitching it, in his, give first, me the, the, the his index? first appearance I, as I, a Dodger. I, I actually side with Bergman. In I do, dispute. too. I, I side with I Bergman mean, also. You could have watched it online later. No, no, no. It was on in front of me. I was going to finish it and then go help you. Yeah. And, I, and then I did. And actually, I took a little extra time. I went into the back and worked with Brian Cohen. You know, no one can hear Bergman on your TikTok. Right, but it is good. But I went into the back. I went to the. I made it an actual one. One specific channel just for ESPN, just for you. So now when you go to channel well, I know. 26, it's only been eight years that I've been here that we haven't had ESPN on one hey, channel. Like it just asked, it randomly changes through. all the time. I followed through when you asked after watching Yamamoto. Way to go, Bergie. Thank you, Kaplan. And by the way, on Mason's TikTok, you will have Mason and Ireland both saying they side with you. Yeah, that's, that's right. Except that's they right. won't hear you. No, they will not hear me. Right. He went, I he get went, that part wrong. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's on the other side of the glass. I think I did another yeah. with Sue Kalinsky this morning where you can't hear. Mm. I usually, I'm learning. I'm I usually learning. agree with Jorge most of the time. Yeah. But this time, uh, you know, contrary to my beliefs, I'm going to have to agree with you. There you go. Yeah, I, I feel like it was very disrespectful. It's, it's wow. Yamamoto, yeah, man. Disrespect, yeah. man. I mean, again, first it literally time. was... Like three pitches. Like he could have just. He only threw 19. He could have just looked at you it. You couldn't on wait 19 pitches? It was 17, 18, and 19. And Bergie was like, nope, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Let me just and get he gave me the finger. 19 pitches, he threw 16. He gave me the finger, strike. though. It was almost you know, a new pole. I almost <laughs> gave him the wag. The right. new pole wag. Well, no, 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 no. You wait. Sonato, after watching the Clippers blow that lead last night. Yeah. Oh, is that what you, happened? Where do you have them ranked? In, in the hierarchy in the West. Like, if you had to rank the like West. four or right five now, still in that See, range. I had them at two, right behind yeah. Denver. I think I've got them too high. Yeah, I, look, I think that the Clippers, um, you know, I, I know like Michael, your fans. do you still have them at two? Yeah, they didn't have Paul George last night. That's a big loss. No, I, I still think that, well, I, I thought you meant, like, do you mean like seeding or like where I actually think like from like a power you, ranking who, level? Who, like, most likely to make the Western Conference Finals. I, I would have Denver one, yes. Clippers two. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Minnesota three, I, I, OKC four. Yeah, I, you know. I, I think that, yeah, they're probably like in that top three, I would say. Uh, I think we're sleeping on OKC. I think we are absolutely, I know that young. I know that historically the young teams, yeah. stru- we saw Sacramento last year, right? Like they need to kind of get a year under their belt. I think these guys are ready. And Mark Dagnall, I had them last year. I did the ESPN radio call of their play-in game right. uh, in New Orleans. I have... I, man, who, who won that game? He, they did. Okay, and th- he was really impressive. Like he's really good. Um, he's like he reminds me kind of like the guy in Utah, Will Hardy. Reminds yeah. me of like a young like Spolstra like type. Like where these guys got it together. I, I think we're all sleeping on OKC a little bit. I think we're sleeping on the Lakers. Oh really? I don't you think we're sleeping, sleeping on the Lakers. Lakers. Everybody wants the Lakers, the Lakers to do well. Yeah. Like it's good for business. Now we're sleeping on the Lakers. Meaning? Lakers going back to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, wow. Well, they've got to get the right draw. But Michael, do you think they can get out of the nine ten? Or the game? coach actually yeah. needs to play the right guys too. They face up against the Warriors. They'll beat the Warriors. Right, but do you think they can they get, get out of that game? If they're the ten, they got to play two road games. So, well, they're you know they're back in the nine after last. Well, they have to play either Dallas or well, I don't depends. So now they get a home game and then go on the road. For the, to play either Dallas or New Orleans, yeah, if the season ended tough. today, that's tough. If it's, if it's if it's nine, but yeah. they can go to eight yeah, but yeah, and right. Change. Well, but they have this stretch now. Even though it, they don't have to leave California, as we've documented for like weeks, um, it's all a bunch of really good teams. So, and George, they had a similar stretch in January, and they blew it, and they were like five and six. Yeah, they blew it. Yeah, yeah. So, well, they're only Johnny. Six. I, that's January. That's January. Now we're going into March. Johnny they're only I. seven and seven against teams that are pacing above a six hundred winning. What's percentage. weird is Cappy. I was super optimistic going into the All Star break because they'd won what it was seven out of eight, something like that. Right, because he was playing Hachimura a lot of minutes and not Torian Prince, and right. he keeps playing Torian Prince. Although Torian Prince only played nineteen minutes. Well, last thank night? God, because when he was out there, that's when everything was <laughs> yeah, a disaster. I want, I want more Rui. I'm with I'm with you. More Rui. The Torian Less Prince stuff to me. I love Darvin Ham, but that's the thing that is mind boggling to me. I don't get it. Like, I get that you coached him in Atlanta when you were an assistant for Budenholzer, but, like, come on. By the way, on Twitter, everybody dislikes uh, Torian Prince, and, and everybody because dislikes he, And Darwin when he's Hamm. on the floor, they, they're worse. Yeah. Um, hey, what are you getting Shohei for his uh, wedding gift? You have Mazel Tov to Shohei. Isn't that great? It is wonderful. It's lovely. You know, this article says he is the single biggest star in Japan. There is no bigger star like than in any Shohei in entertainment, in or, entertainment anything. or anything. Yeah, I believe it. They, they love baseball. Yeah, they do love baseball yeah. over there. Um, yeah. What do you get the guy who's got seven hundred million dollars? Nothing. Um, I actually think what, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've had this problem before. Yeah, you know, I've had this problem before, where I've got a buddy of mine who's like ridiculously, exceptionally wealthy. Yep. And there's just nothing that you can get this guy. So I showed up with a three pack of Fruit of the Loom tidy whities mm. with the original blue and yellow elastic waistband. You know what I'm talking about? Well, of course it's odd. Thing. Of course, yeah. but, but don't you understand the goof? The goof is, what do you get the guy that has everything? You get him a pair of underpants that he doesn't have. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's a oh, good gift. I just gift. found out Shohei has red. He's got a registry at uh, Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Come on, so really? Can, Bed Bath yeah. Beyond's a great Bed store. Bath and Beyond it smells is awesome. awesome. There's God, a lot I of stuff the there, yeah, including really the Beyond. Good. So yeah. go uh, search him. So, he's at Bed Bath and Beyond. I went to a, a fancy wedding once of someone who was fairly wealthy, and they um, they had on their like I guess their invitation where no gifts. But if you want to donate to this particular cause, That's feel nice. free to do that. That's yeah, nice. I, I don't know about that. I don't like no that. When they say no gifts, you got to yeah. show up with something. I no, don't like this that. was is legitimately no gifts. Well, donate to this cause. If they're asking you to give money to a cause, then yeah. I think we would give money. Otherwise, I just give money. I know, but I just the whole give money to a cause. I had a friend who did that a couple of years ago, and I and I was very very paranoid. Was I giving enough money? Was I not giving enough? Well, it's money? up to you. It's, it's charity. Your, it's your yeah, call. But yes, but, but you also are cheap, so no, is, well, that's why you're worried. And and he's judgmental. Oh, your mm, friend. My friend is judgmental. Right. So how much did you give? I wound up giving like two hundred and fifty dollars to this organization. Well, it seems nice. Yeah, but that's I, fine. But I was trying to think to myself, okay, what's it cost per person to go to the wedding? You know, like I, I kind of right, thought but that they, that, he obviously doesn't need the money himself. No, he doesn't need the money. He doesn't need it. So he's just give to a cause. Right. Seems but like two fifty is a good number. I was worried that he was not going to be impressed enough with my donation. What difference does it make if he's impressed or not? Is he going to stop being your friend? Um, Maybe. Actually, that wouldn't have been a bad thing if he would have <laughs> yeah. stopped being my yeah. friend because he's so judgmental. You know? Well, I mean, you got a lot of judgmental friends. You got one guy telling you you have visceral fat. Now you, you know you got a guy yeah. at a wedding. Maybe that, like, there's something judging wrong your... with you, Pepe. Yeah, no. Well, there's clearly something wrong with me, Pepe. We yes. know this. Yes. There's, you know, one of the things that's wrong with me is I can't go as long as you can. There you go. <laughs> there yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. There, no. there it is. You Pepe. know why? 
because I'm Mexican. There it is. That's okay. right. Latin That's right. And on that note, Mason and Ireland's back tomorrow. Where Coming are you guys up going? next for you is Shadano and Cap. And of what? course, as always, we are out. 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. (laughs) Yeah, 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 come on. Let me ask you a question. Oh, go ahead. Are you ready to repent for your sins? Who, me? Yeah, you. What do you mean? What sins did I have? You always taking swipes at the king. Well, let me start off by saying You, this. dead meow, all of you guys. Terminal H, one-way trip. Let me tell you something right now. And I'm going to say this to everybody. This goes to you. This goes to the circle. This goes to everybody who's listening. And we know that's everybody because everybody's listening. There will be no LeBron slander on today's broadcast. Not from me, mm. not from dead meow, not from the circle, not from anybody. Because last night, George, insanity what the king pulled off in the fourth quarter. I mean, he literally dragged these dudes over the finish line in the largest comeback in his 21-year career. He has never come back from further down than 21 points in the fourth quarter. Ever! And he did it by himself. I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. Later in the game... Yeah, people hit some shots down the stretch, but it started with him just going bonkers. He, He went nuts on both ends of the floor. Right. He was able to do it from outside from three. He drove the lane. By the way, when he missed shots, he got his own rebound. Well, you know, he heard you last year saying that you didn't want him shooting threes. Well, dude, listen. He's, he's shooting man- like as good as almost Steph Curry this year. He was a man possessed last night. I will grant him that. There will be no LeBron slander for me. Because I'll tell you this right now, George. Tell you me were this working right the now. Sli- yeah, yeah, right this second. Yeah. While you were working the sidelines last night for ESPN, yeah. me and Big D, we were going back right. and forth. And let me tell you something. And Big D will agree, I think. Did you teach him basketball, Big D? Is that what you did? No, I didn't didn't teach him any basketball. You know, Cap was very, he's very in tune with the game. I give him that. Yeah, right, right. right. You know, I was trying to explain to Big D this is how basketball works. I'm trying to school this young fella, okay? (laughs) Yeah. But, But Big D will agree with me, I'm sure, when I say that last night was a roller coaster of emotions. Oh, there you go. Was that you on the roller coaster right there? That is me. That is me. You can hear it going up, tick, 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 and then all of a sudden everybody's screaming. Hands are up in the air, you know, waving like they just don't care. Correct. Yeah. Right. A roller coaster of emotions last night because I will tell you this: that at about two minutes to go in the third quarter, when Russell Westbrook dunks over Austin Reeves, yeah. To me, I was like, "That's it. It's over. Dagger done." Yeah. I mean, when when Russ is doing that, you know. And the place was dead. Like, even the Clipper fans were like, all right, we're kicking their ass. I mean, we're up by 20 points. I mean, right, who cares, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The place was dead. Big D, did I not tell you last night at about that moment, did I not say to you on my roller coaster of emotions, the Lakers suck? He did. 
He really did. I have the receipts. He really said the Lakers. Suck. Well, it's funny because it, the the roller coaster of emotions that I went through in my head was, and and I feel like as a broadcast, that's kind of how we did it. You know, JJ and, and Dave and I were talking about this after the game because we were like, "Holy crap! What did we just witness?" You know what I mean? And it went from, and, and you know, JJ kind of laid it out, right? It was like, we went from like, man, the Clippers are really good to, man, do the Lakers kind of stink? To like, holy bleep, LeBron is awesome still. Still, that's right. That's right. And that's the roller coaster of emotions. At 93 to 75, when Brody dunks over Austin Reeves, like yeah. right on his head, yeah. I'm like, the Lakers suck. This, this is unbelievable. They're, they're ter- and by the way, it got a little worse from there. Right, it was George, 98 to 77 at one point. But but remember this, yeah. at the end of the third quarter, it was 96-75 yeah. because Norman Powell hit that buzzer beater at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, why am I still watching this thing? Yeah. Luckily then, you did. And they, Well, right. And then the roller coaster went in a different direction. Yeah. It became roller coaster LeBron doing like 90 miles an hour with like eight different twists and turns and corkscrews. I mean, honestly... This is why, by the way, the Lakers will wind up re-signing LeBron longer term. Mm. Right there. That is the reason. Because they're A, not prepared for life after LeBron, and LeBron is still the best player on the team. And very frankly, when he does what he did last night, get ready, everybody. LeBron's still the best player in the NBA. I don't know about that because oh, I don't know, if he, can, tell- I don't know hey, if he can do that every night anymore. You no, know, but, but when it- he does that, he's the best. George. I'll send you to Terminal H. I said there'll be no LeBron slander today. Well, I'm, that's not slander. That's just he's 39 years old. He's the best player in the in the league, George, and the Lakers are winning the championship. Get on board. Okay. Thank you. I mean, I guess. Thank you. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I think he's still the best player I mean, in the NBA. No, I mean, he's not that. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Jokic, Jokic is still the best player in the NBA. But, like, I, I mean, look, I, I'm with you on LeBron. You know, we were talking about country music. Was it yesterday or the day before? Right? Yeah, it it's yesterday. like that Toby Keith song, right? I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. You know, it's like that. It's, that's kind of LeBron right now. I don't know that song, but that I seems like an interesting lyric. I ain't as good as I once was. Find that song. There you go. Actually, I, I listened to that song this morning, oddly Really? Enough. And oh, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's LeBron. As good mm-hmm. as I once was. Meet my twin sister, Betty Lou. There you go. I got jam. news for you, man. I don't even like country music, and I know that. Well, that's a nice lyric. You, you busted it out pretty good. Yeah. LeBron James last night. LeBron, King, I know you're listening. From one king to another. From one Hall of Famer to another. My brother. Last night was vintage. Last night was all-timer. As a matter of fact, everybody was talking about the history of the series between the Clippers and the Lakers in the building. Oh, here we okay? go. Here we right. go. Here what? we go. J.R. Costa official. What's his deal? 24. What's his Of course problem? the 24 is the key cop, is the key aspect of this because certain fan base certain parts of the fan base will never allow this to be a thing. What to be a thing? I love LeBron. He did not do it by himself. Y'all are smarter than that. It was a team effort defensively to make the comeback happen as well. No, no, let me explain something to you. Do you know how the defense started? Do you know how they got there? I've had this conversation. I've actually, I I will reveal it now because it's not like he has said this publicly as well since, and and he's no longer uh, part of ESPN and he's already said it publicly. This team goes energy-wise as LeBron goes. Doc Rivers told me that at the beginning of the season. And he said it on our on his last broadcast that he had with the Lakers. And he's right. And his thing was, but why is the 39-year-old the guy that has to dictate the energy of the team? So he started that on the defensive side, hit the shots, and then everyone kind of started to go with him uh, and go along for the ride defensively because, of course, it takes five guys on the freaking floor to play freaking defense there, J.R. Costa official 24. Oh, but hold on, hold on. Don't, Don't give me this you're smarter than that crap, okay? Let me tell you something. It was all LeBron last night. And, yes, late in the game, LeBron James made a couple of passes to D'Angelo Russell. Which, by the way, that's still LeBron in a lot of ways. Right, right, He's attracting a double team or a triple team, and then he's kicking it to an open guy. He he had two passes in particular. Two to D'Angelo, which, by the way, I'm going to call a quick timeout here. Oh, timeout. Okay, quick timeout. Yeah. Hey, D'Angelo, I know you're listening, and I know you're listening because everybody's listening. Right, right. I'm getting to you a little bit later on. Yeah. Okay? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get to you because what you said earlier this year and what you did last night – Goes to prove you need to understand who you are as a player in this league. Oh, damn. Oh. Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Okay? So, first, LeBron makes two spectacular passes to D'Angelo, and then he makes two very unselfish passes to Rui. 
those four plays in particular, to go with his five three-pointers, he put this team on his back on both ends of the floor. And don't forget about this. Remember this. It was a two-point game with about six seconds to go, and he blanketed Kawhi Leonard. He did. Who, he, by made, the way, he made that shot really difficult on that fadeaway, which is a one of his patented shots. Right. And earlier, like a, just like a possession earlier, Kawhi had his way with Anthony Davis. Right. So LeBron was like, okay, look out, sucker. Let me handle this. Yeah. I mean, so that might have been what he LeBron. said. You never know, actually. No, that's exactly what he said. Yeah. I could hear it. I mean, okay. On the on the the microphone. I mean, I'm glad you heard it because I didn't hear it. But, the, I mean, well, I mean, I, I mean it's possible. Busy. Though. You know, you had an earpiece in. Well, but I could hear it yeah. on the on the ambient noise yeah. mics from the floor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's oh, good. crash override tweeting. What's LeBron is great occasionally, and the Clippers <laughs> choked last night was an anomaly, not the norm. Oh, don't tell me about the chipper. Don't tell me about the Clippers choking. Do not tell me about that. It's February. Of course, he's not going to go all out. And by the way, night. by the way, if you're going to tell Doesn't me the Clippers to. choked, that isn't that a perfect way to end this series in that building where the Clippers have owned the Lakers over the last 12, 13 years, and then you get to the final game of the series in the building where they're partners in the building, and the Lakers pull off this kind of a comeback. That's very Clipper esque. Even Ty Lue said LeBron won this game, and we didn't give it away. You know. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the Clippers losing it. It was the Lakers taking it from them. Listen, again, there can be no LeBron slander today. You want to go back to slandering him tomorrow? Let's see what happens tonight in this game against Washington. Right, yeah, that's fine. I mean, then, then go back to it tomorrow. He probably won't play tonight, though. I wouldn't. Well, I was, I was actually I was thinking about that. Like, I, I'm on the fence here. Do you try and, because he's 40 points away from 40K, do you try and play the worst team in the NBA and, and get, get your 40 get, points? Get it, and that way it's easy to right. get it the next game. Or do yeah. you take a rest and prepare for Saturday's matchup against the Nuggets? I mean, he's going to get the 40,000 eventually anyway. So I know, but really still. Matter. I yeah. feel like, you know. I mean, I wouldn't play against Washington. Yeah, yeah, you're probably so. right. Uh, all right, well, listen, Cappy, I know you've got a lot, okay? It sounds like you're locked and loaded today, okay? Big time, big time. So I, I, we'll, we'll get to more stuff in you hear regards to— hear that, DeAndre? To- locked and loaded. That's right, that's yeah. right. You yeah. feel me? In regards to this game, I know you have more thoughts. I've got more thoughts. There are thoughts to be had. So we'll get to that coming up. Stick around in just a second. But first, if you're injured in an auto accident of any kind, you got to be wondering— what are some of the advantages of hiring my guy, Jacob? Well, simple. If you get into an accident, you should just right away call him because I'm not necessarily like shilling just anyone. I'm telling you because he's the best in the business. So when you get into an accident, you call him at 844-24-JACOB. We only align ourselves here with the best, okay? And he's the best. So if you're hiring someone like him, he's got over 25 years of experience. So let's start with that. But the simplest answer is Jacob and his team will hold your hand throughout the entire process. Jacob will handle everything from the phone calls to the rental car, get your car fixed, find you the doctor in your area, and they'll deal with the insurance company on your behalf, which is a huge pain in the ass. And Jacob can immediately get you the medical attention that you deserve. And with 25 years plus of experience, he's got the reputation and the clout that gets you the compensation you deserve. El dinero! So if you're injured in an accident, only one name to remember. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Guys, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. You call Jacob, he'll win for you. Call him at 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Or visit him online at calljacob.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey guys, it's a ticket Thursday here on 710 ESPN. Listen all day from 10 to 6 p.m. today because we're off at 6 for uh, Lakers. For your cue to call, Caller 7 wins a pair of tickets to the Outlaw Fest 2024 with Willie Nelson, Bob Dylan, John Cougar Mellencamp, or just John Mellencamp actually now, and Brittany Spencer coming to the Hollywood Bowl for one night this summer, July 31st. Tickets on sale Friday at Ticketmaster.com. Check out OutlawMusicFest.com for more details. Beto Dudan is here, by the way. Who's there? Who's here? Beto Duran. Beto Duran. Yo, what's going on, Beto? I tried to go to Brazo Pizza the other night. No luck. Uh, yeah, I, I listened to the show, and I told you, and I texted you, and I texted everybody. They deliver. They listen to the station. They, li- you know, everybody does, just like D'Angelo right. Russell. Right. They deliver, Cappy. I know. I should have had it delivered for Road Pie. Instead, I tried to go get it, and it was a disaster. You could have ordered two, one for you and Road Pie, and one for the staff. Right. That would have been sweet. That would have been a sweet thing yeah. to do. Cappy, do you want to play pickleball with us tomorrow? No. Wow. Okay. You're acting like me saying no to everything right away. Very nope. nice. Impressed. Nope, nope, nope. 
Why? No pickle. I got things going on. Oh. But I but hey, I have hey, been excuse practicing. Me? Excuse me? I mean, but I have been practicing, just so you be, know. You know what? I'm, I'm going to be down in San Diego a couple of times next week. When? Whoa, wait, a little too excited there, my friend. Yeah, I want you to come <laughs> stay with me. Come stay at my house. No. Come stay at the crib. No. Uh, I, got, I got room for you. Next Friday, what are you doing, Cappy? Next Friday, we're hanging out. We're right. playing pickleball. Okay. What time do you do your Cappy cast? 10 o'clock. Uh, okay, perfect, because I'm speaking at UCSD uh, at 9 a.m. Okay, so, you want me to come? No. Uh, oh. Afterwards. <laughs> afterwards, let's hang out. Okay, let's do it. We'll have lunch. Oh, Lakers Bucks that day. Sorry, I got I to. If it was I'm any com- you other day. You know what? Funny you say that. I forgot. I also got to be back up in L.A. that day. Oh, you are? Yeah, because the next day, I've got the Subaru uh, pet initiative that we're working oh, on. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so that's going to be a lot of Is that of where fun. you're saving that cat? Uh, that's right. Her name is Perfect. <laughs> Cappy, uh, yeah. Johnny, uh, mm-hmm. in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, it's Johnny, but he has, uh, it's J-A-W-N-K-N-E-E-E underscore. He says, not going to lie, I'm proud how far at Scott Kaplan has come when breaking down a game. Play by play, we appreciate and see you, Cappy. We gave you the salute emoji. You yeah. feel me, dog? You feel me? Listen, last night. I, I mean, was listen, I'm proud of game. you too, Cappy. I Thanks, mean, that man. first year, a couple years ago, yeah. it was rough. Oh. Yeah. Listen, I, I went away from the NBA for 20 years. What can I tell you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was in a non NBA market. Nobody paid attention. I mean, I was I was paying attention during Kobe Shaq, and then after Kobe Shaq, I kind of went away from it all. Right. And then I, I recreated myself. And now you, you're luckily you've got me and D Cash Money. That's, That's right. right. Well, and Beto Dudak. Right. I got, I got Big D to tell me how, what, what basketball is all about. Don't but last night that. I was schooling this fool. Yeah. Schooling him. Are you going to say that every time you like talk to DeAndre? Yeah. That's right, I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's like just I'm going to say what's happening. So, Cappy, oh. what else did you get from, what else did you gleam off from yesterday's game? Well, let me talk about D'Angelo Russell for a second so I can get this off my chest. I'll get it off your chest, bro. Do say you it with your chest, by the way. Do, do you guys remember right after the, um, the in-season tournament, yeah. That D'Angelo Russell had made these comments on a podcast. Yeah. We played His podcast. Them. Yeah. Right. We were like annoyed. We, were we like, didn't even he... know that he had a podcast. Correct. We were like, dude, he's so selfish. He's not a team guy. He doesn't understand his role. Blah, blah, blah. Lindsay, I, I know you went and, and found it again. Can you re-air that for everybody so we can reset the story? Because I want to yep. I want to make a point about what D'Angelo Russell did I get into my flow state in a pick and roll when it comes to the game. So... If I can tap into pick and rolls and recognize how they guard me, it allows me to control the game because I can get to what I know is working or might not work. It's like playing the game within the game, but I'm in my space. I ain't just catching and shooting. Now I'm in y'all space. If I miss, y'all took me out the game. Y'all just took me out the game. If I'm missing, if that's all I'm doing is catching and shooting. But if I'm getting to do what I know I can do, which honestly... I feel like that's when I'm at my best, when I just have a roller and a shooter. Somehow, some way around me, just a roller and a shooter. You put whatever else in the other two spots. All right. So let's just talk about this for a second. Catching and shooting. Okay? There are two critical plays in last night's game. Um, it's 101 to 91. Cam freaking Reddish, by the way, makes a great defensive play. Okay, and, and I didn't even know Cam Reddish was coming back last night, but it's good to have him back because you need that body. Mm-hmm. LeBron brings the ball down the floor. He throws to D'Angelo Russell, and D'Angelo hits a three, making it 101-94. There's eight minutes to go. It's a seven-point game. At this time, the Lakers are on 11-1 run. Okay, I'm telling you right now that D'Angelo Russell had the ball in his possession for two-tenths of a second. Yeah. Okay, because he was standing there, and LeBron put it right on him, and he caught it, and he shot it. The next one, it's uh, LeBron to D'Angelo, who's standing, George, on the left side of the key. His hands are above his head. LeBron throws a perfect, perfect Tom Brady kind of pass, and and all D'Angelo has to do is catch it and volleyball it. He like um, This time, he had it for one one-millionth of a second, and D'Angelo's got his hands over his head. He drains this three. It makes the game 114-108, and then he turns around to the crowd. Shh, shh. Like, everybody be quiet. D'Angelo just hit another big three. Two times, late in the fourth quarter, clutch three-point shots, D'Angelo Russell, D'Angelo Russell, D'Angelo Russell (laughs) catching and shooting. My brother, that is what you are. That is who you are. Oh, now D'Angelo's going to tell me how basketball goes. Come on. 
Come on, Big D. D'Angelo. You mean DeAndre. Or DeAndre. What are you, Tommy Tommy calling him <laughs> yes, D'Angelo? I am. Yes, I am. Tommy Tommy yes. called him D'Angelo every time he, he saw him. He's not necessarily just a catch-and-shoot guy, Cap. Most of, his, most of his buckets are off the dribble, to be honest with you. Okay. That's but how in, basketball works. But, in right, but on this so. team, but on this team, Cappy's right. He needs yeah. to be ready to catch yeah. his shot. He does yeah. need to be yeah. ready yeah. to catch yeah. his yeah. shot. Yeah. 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 Situation. He caught and shot. Dude, what? it was an amazing, amazing <laughs> catch and shoot both times. The second amazing? one was even better. Oh. Amazing. That was good. That was good. It was no, no, it was incredible. No, it was incredible. It was incredible because his hands were above his head. Yeah, he practices that. Right. It was, put the ball right here, King. Put it right here because all I have to do is catch it and all I got to do is flick it. Yeah, it was quick because he doesn't have the defender coming. Cappy, he does that uh, in his pregame warm-ups when we're down there. And he works on his regular shot, but then he also goes into the corner and he does that when he's working with Phil Handy, where he has one of the taller assistant coaches come out and they have the hand in his face and he catches it, he keeps it above his head and he just gets rid of it. Quick release on that. Yeah. Get, so Phil Handy, that, by the way, at halftime, you, you'd love this, Cappy. He comes up to me and he's like, he's like, what you need, young fella? <laughs> and uh, and then I go to him. I said, Coach, how do you get this thing back on track? And he's like, physicality. He's like, this is a very physical game. And we have not matched their physicality. We need to fight back. We need to be more physical than them. If we do that, our defense will ignite our offense. And by the way, that sounds very cliche and elementary, but it is absolutely what they ended up doing in the fourth quarter. Cap, you should follow Phil. He posts some okay. good stuff on his Instagram. It's called The Real 94 Feet, Feet of Game. Okay, I'll follow him right now if I'm yeah. not already. No, you're not. If I'm not already. You're, you're definitely not following him already. <laughs> well, wait a second. Hold on. Don't count me out yet. What's his What's his handle? The real 9494 feet of game. The real 94, the numbers? 94. Yeah, and then the word feet? Feet of game because, you know, 94 feet. Right. The bass, gotcha. the, 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 the court length. Yeah, but I, I flicked it in and it didn't come out. It, it, nothing going on here. How about you just put in Phil Handy? It'll come up. Phil Handy? Yeah. All right. Wait a second. Hold on. Yeah. The real 94 feet of game? I still don't have it. Yeah, I'd probably update your phone, or, Cap. Or no, 90... my phone's updated. Yeah, did you update your phone? <laughs> my phone is completely updated, y'all. Well, go to his website, 94feetofgame.com. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Anyway. So, Anyways, yeah. The point is this. Cappy, good job by him. Cappy D'Angelo did his job, and that is part of his job. I'm with you on that. And, just go out and, and do your job. And, exactly. Right, Brian? I mean, that that's the thing. You got to just do your job. Job. Keep the main thing the main thing. Keep the main thing the main thing, as he told me last night. That was on Jalen Hurts. He got, you know, he can fall on Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the main one no, that started that. He's not. What? That's been a thing for like 20 nah, years. Nah, Jalen Hurts. Actually, do you know who the originator of Keep the Main Thing the Main Thing was? Keep the main thing the main thing. It was Pat Riley during Showtime. Really? Yeah. Okay, but see, I, see? I, I, come, I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before that, it was one of the grandpas yelling at you. But see, look, <laughs> but it's relevant right now because of Jalen Hurts. I'm telling you right now. It, it, it service no, is going on the air right now because no, of Jalen Hurts. No, you're just an Eagles fan. LeBron has been saying keep the main thing the main thing because he learned it from Riles. Keep the main thing the main thing. He's been saying ah, it since 2010. Ah. Legitimately, because he said it in Cleveland when he came back, right? He used to say that all the time. Keep the main Cleveland! thing. Cleveland, this is for you. He said it. He's been saying that for t- fifteen years almost. Yeah. By the ah. way, can we can we play that that little clip of uh, you know, George doing a master class in the walk off interview with oh, LeBron? Yeah. Just the first the first question. I thought it was good. It was good. LeBron, your franchise hadn't won a game when they trailed by nineteen points or more in hundred and thirty six straight games over twenty years. This is the largest fourth quarter comeback in your career. How did you do it? Uh, keep the main thing the main thing. Keep executing. Uh, the game is not ever ever over until it's uh, double zeros, which we see up there. So we just kept fighting, kept getting defensive stops, made some shots. I also wasn't ready for it to end it that fast, that first question. And I wanted to talk to him about the schedule. And I was like, oh, crap. Now he finished. I thought he was going to keep going. Because usually he'll give I me more. when they go like that. He Quick. usually gives me more detail as to what actually transpired. And I was just like in my head. Because I, I feel like I've interviewed him enough where I have a rhythm for him. Yeah. And then he broke the rhythm. And I was like, oh, crap. Now I was like up in the air on the way I wanted to ask the second yeah, question. Because he Maybe still looked like he was you. out of breath. Maybe he was he, mad at you. He really was out of breath. Yeah. Seriously. Well, because yeah. right. Carrying before, the team. Right before you started he was to like, talk to him. He was doing the thing with AD. Right? right. I mean, you know how much you know how much cardio it takes 
to do a handshake that lasts like 45 seconds? <laughs> right. Seriously, did you see that handshake? And then, and slap, then, then he was saying, slap, slap, slap. after he was done with AD, he was like, yes, sir. He was just barking right. at, the, at right. the air. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. That's the way it is. That's how we do it. Yeah. How I think we he do it? He did not say that. He just said, yes, sir. <laughs> I think his cardio is fine based on his uh, workouts with Miles uh, Garrett. Yeah, I was staring. I, I was standing right next Miles to him. Miles Garrett. I did ask him about that. Yeah. Um, that was really for you more than anything else. I know. Else. That's why I was thinking because I saw it pop up on Instagram two days ago and I was like, oh my God, what does it mean? He's working out with Miles Garrett. Yeah. What are people going to say? I literally asked him that question for you, Thanks. basically. I appreciate um, it. Cleveland! Uh, this you, is for you! And for oh you, God. Cappy, uh, I know you love no, reading books. Stephen Covey, you know, Seven yeah. Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah. The quote is actually, the main thing is to keep the main thing, the main thing. Right. Keep the main thing, the main thing. Right. But right. Ryle stole it from there. Yeah. Ryle started talking about that years ago. Seven By the way, I've been following Phil Handy, just so you guys know. I already sent you guys a screenshot. I've already been following Phil Handy. All right, great. Sure. Um, no, it's true. Okay. You know that we can go on your Instagram and look at the people that you most recently followed, right? right? Well, this is Twitter, so go look. Okay. Okay. Go do the research. Okay. Okay. Wow. No, I'm very offended. Okay. Wow. Very offended. Beto did specify Instagram. Yeah. Hey, you know what we're going to oh, talk to next? Oh. Because I want to talk to him about Otani's recovery here is uh, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Yeah. Well, that was in stereo. That was you and him. Can we ask him about uh, Tony Danza? <laughs> Just kidding. I actually saw Tony Danza tweet, uh, put out a picture on Instagram. It like popped up on my timeline. It was hilarious. With Dr. Clapper? No, oh. no, no. With Real Perlman Dang. and Danny DeVito. Um, but I, uh, we will talk to Dr. Clapper. Uh, I want to ask him about Otani. Is there any other injury we... Oh, how about Gabe Vincent, right? We need to know about Gabe Vincent. Who else is on the men? Vando, right? Yeah, yep, Jared Vanderbilt. Because I'll tell you what, getting Cam Reddish back last night was helped. a big help. Yeah, it helped. Hey, Cappy, that's why, that's why the Lakers are going places, because they're going to get Vanderbilt back. They're going to get, get their team back together, and they're going to get fresh bodies, fresh legs. They're going to have more bodies. I'm telling you, this, last night should make you believe that this team can do Listen, things. I know Chris said you we did a bad show yesterday and you're like going extra today, which I appreciate and love, yeah. but we got to talk to Dr. Clapper. How and are you? And you got to talk about Avner Gat. So you got to go, hello, hello, and then how are you? All right, I'm going to do hello. that. Let me start off with Avner Gat. Listen, um, I this is a totally, totally, totally true story. George, you're going to love this. Nick the Sticks family had a leak in their house and they, they're all their floors in the entire house destroyed. And so um, this is my daughter's telling me the story. I go, well, let me talk to Nick the Stick's parents because if their insurance company is not going to pay them what it's going to take to fix all those floors, we're going to get Avner Gat involved. Because if you pay your homeowner's insurance every month, you never really plan to use it. But then all of a sudden an accident happens and, and your insurance company comes out and they're like, okay, we'll give you 10 grand. You're like, no, no, it's going to take like 100 grand to fix this whole thing. That's when you call Avner Gat because Avner Gat negotiates with the insurance companies on your behalf. That's what he does. He's a public insurance guy. I mean, this is exactly what he does. He's a public insurance adjuster who... This is kind of all he does. Here's the thing. Abner's got all the five-star reviews to tell you that he's been very successful. Google, Yelp, Better Business Bureau. But really, the bottom line comes down to this. If you try and negotiate with your homeowner's insurance company, you will find out very quickly this is a losing proposition. That's when you call Abner Gat. 818-917-5256. 818-917-5256. His website is AbnerGat.com. A-V-N-E-R-G-A-T.com. 818-917-5256. And when you call, Avner answers the phone. Hello. Hello. I'm so happy to have this man back. Dr. Clapper. <laughs> How are you? How are you guys? I love listening to you. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. My doctor. Uh, so nice. So nice My to doctor. be with you. Yeah. Hi, Cap. How are you? Oh, Dr. Clapper, man. Let me tell you something right now. I miss you, dude. I miss you in real life. Oh, you I know what you, you know what you miss? You know what, what, what yeah. I miss? I miss is when he when he told you that uh, you couldn't do 50 push-ups and you couldn't do 50 push-ups at the golf course. <laughs> and by the way, Dr. Clapper, he can do less than 50 push-ups right now because he's gained even more weight. But, he's, his friend from India says he's got visceral fat. That's true. That's true. But but hold on. One thing, George. Is that that day, Dr. Clapper, when I said, how many push-ups do you think I could do? He looked at me, felt me up a little bit. He goes, I don't know, like maybe 12, 14, something like that. I blew that right out of the water. You did, like, you did almost like 40 or something. Not almost 40. I did like 46, and then no, I almost died. No, you did not do 46. Dr. Clapper, where were you to give me mouth-to-mouth -mouth that day? 
Listen, it reminds me of watching LeBron last night where someone told him he's old and he can't do it, and look at what he did in that fourth quarter. So, Scott Kaplan, the same way. I told you 12 to 14, and you blew it out of the water. You're LeBron James of radio. Oh, you hear that, Georgie? Mm. Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. The LeBron James of radio, buddy. There you go. There you go. Now, Dr. Clapper, we've got so many questions. We were so proud of you last night. Yeah, we were. You truly captured, as a fan of the Lakers, watching you interview LeBron James, just like Lindsay said, that was a master class of how you brought it all back. And bravo. You're really the best in the business. Well, thank you, Dr. Clapper. I, I appreciate that. The check is in the mail. Um, I'll tell you right now, this is just we should just all keep kissing each other's asses. We should just all keep telling each <laughs> well, other how great we all are. love when people kiss your ass. Yeah, that's no, for sure. I, and, I like to, and I kiss a lot of ass, so yeah. you know what? We're all great. Yeah. Uh, so, Dr. Clapper, let me ask you a question. Um, you yeah. know, because I, I know you want to talk about Trey Young, potentially a future Laker. We never know. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of... There's a lot of smoke about him potentially next season being here. But um, I, I want to ask you about a couple of other Lakers, right? Uh, okay. Like Jared Vanderbilt has been dealing with a mid-foot sprain, and he's basically right. been on the shelf <laughs> for a while. It doesn't seem like surgery is an option here in this regard, and he just needs rest. But I, I'm not familiar what a mid-foot sprain would even be. So you ready for a clapper vision, George? Sure, sure. Take your shoes off. And yeah. I want you to run on the the beach, but not the powdery sand, yeah. not where the water is, is lapping on the sand, but that muddy part of the oh, sand. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both your shoes are now off, you're barefoot, and I want you feet together to leap in the air and now land with feet together and now jump off of that footprint. And guess what you're going to see? Your two feet together as a footprint has made a perfect dome, a dome like a yarmulke, like a skull cap oh. in the sand. Why is that? Because the arch of your foot, okay, on one side is half a sphere. That arch that makes up the midfoot, the bottom of the foot, is half on your right and half on your left. And when they come together, they make a hemisphere, you need to realize that the arch of the foot not only goes from the heel to the toes, north-south, but there's also an arch that goes east-west. It's in two different directions. That's the beauty of our foot. And at the top of the dome is a bone. Bill Walton suffered from this. Many of the centers in the history of basketball, such Joel Embiid, with their navicular bone. That is at the apex that makes the dome. When you have an injury to the ligaments of the midfoot, you are millimeters away of having, I'm not going to say it, but I'll say it, a career-ending type of injury. In football, we call it a Lisfranc injury, but that's the midfoot. You have to shut them down. It needs to be 100%. Otherwise, you will have a long-term problem in a basketball player. Well, wait a second. Real quick, how long does that take? Because if you get a guy like Reddish back last night, and we haven't seen Gabe Vincent all season long, and Vanderbilt would be a nice piece to get back, what do you think, Doc? How long? I mean, does something like that usually take? It's a, it's a function of the pain, Scott Kaplan. By the way, I hope you appreciated the yarmulke. I reference. did very much so. Uh, of course okay, I did. You. <laughs> of course but I did. It, it, the key is the pain. There's no MRI that we can gauge, okay, looks good enough, you can go back. It has to be related to pain, and this can be an incredibly nagging injury. In many cases, with x-rays being normal, we actually put screws into people's foot because the ligament is torn on a negative x-ray. So the right thing's being done to shut him down. When he says he's pain-free, when he can do his drills, Right now, he's running on a gravity-free treadmill, but they haven't really ramped it up yet. 
You need to be pain-free in real-life basketball exercises. Dr. Clapper, I do have a question for you. It's a personal one, even though it's something Shohei Otani just went through as well. As we know, uh, you know, he may, allegedly may have had another Tommy John surgery. But I was complaining the other day that my UCL was bothering me. Like, it was because uh, I put my elbow down, like, when I drive or sometimes even when I sleep, and then my arm goes a little numb. So I was telling Cappy, he thought I was talking about a UTI. I'm not, not, a, not a urinary tract infection. That's what I thought idiot. he had in his yeah. elbow. I'm like, it's a UCL injury. You know what I mean? It's an elbow thing. So what do I got to do, Doc? Do I need to take a shot for this thing? What do I got to do here? Shoot him up, Doc. No, Shoot him up. Do, n- do not, because the ulnar collateral ligament, the, the UCL, which is on the little finger side of your elbow when your palm's up, the little finger side is the ulnar side of the elbow, the ulnar collateral. You know what lives right underneath that? What's that? The ulnar nerve. Oh. And if people stick needles, I have seen patients where they stuck a needle to try to deal with their quote-unquote tendonitis, the needle tip went into the nerve, and now they got big trouble because they put the medication actually into the nerve. So be holistic. No shots for that, please. Okay, right. fair good enough. Advice. Very good advice. Now, let, let's get to the Clapper vision about Trey Young. Again, potential future Laker. He had pinky surgery the other day. Yes, so he tore his radial collateral ligament. What does that mean? Well, now I want everybody, even if you're driving, you can hold one hand on the wheel and look at your hand palms up. Look at how your thumb sits and look at your four fingers. If you literally took your pinky and now bent it 90 degrees towards the other hand, that's a tear to the radial collateral ligament. And the problem is, in order to grab the steering wheel, in order to grab the hammer, your thumb wraps around your palm to give you what's known as power grip. You miss the ability to hold something when you're missing that uh, ulnar, that radial collateral ligament. So here's a clapper vision, a pair of pliers. It has two jaws, right? Imagine one of the jaws of the pliers is your thumb. Your little finger is the other jaw of the pliers. Well, the bolt that's in the center that gives you the mechanical advantage so that the pliers can squeeze something, that bolt is the radial collateral ligament of the pinky finger. And that is why you can't just put him into a splint. You need to repair it. We put suture anchors, drill into the bone, put the ligament back in the bone, and he's going to be reevaluated in four weeks, but he ain't coming back in four weeks. And with the way those guys are playing in Atlanta, how great would it? The Lakers would be great, but he really should go to San Antonio and join Wemby. Oh, well, there you go. Look at that. I love the uh, the advice there for uh, Trey Young. Um, Dr. <laughs> Clapper, you are the best. Uh, thank you so much for joining you're us. Welcome. Is there anything else you want to, uh, to let yeah. our audience know while you're here? One other thing, because Chris Morales, God bless him, I love that guy, said, you got to come on, you can give Clapper vision, and I look forward to doing this more frequently. But he loves when I talk about food. So I'd love the 710 listeners to go to my favorite, not only Mexican restaurant, but the greatest red salsa that lives in Los Angeles. Where's this? Is made in Manhattan Beach at a countertop. And the Mexican restaurant has been there for 50 years, and it's called El Tarasco. That's on Highland and Rosecrans. And the reason I'm saying this is last week they put my picture up next to Phil Jackson in a picture frame. And so you'll see me say measure twice, cut once. But it's the best (laughs) red salsa in Los Angeles. El Tarasco, Manhattan Beach. You know, Doc, you ought to uh, come with me next Wednesday to the Lakers-Kings game. We'll go to the Lexus Lounge, and we'll have a really nice dinner. What do you think about that? Well, listen, I would be joyed to be with you. It's the, you're my family at the 710 station. Twelve years I spent there, and it's really great that Chris Morales picked up the phone and had me come back. It's really something I enjoy so much, and I know the fans do as well. Thanks for having me on today. Uh, Dr. Clapper, it's the first of many. It's great to have you back. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Love you, you Doc. Love. There you go. Love you, Doc. Uh, all right, Cappy, coming up next, we're, we're, by the way, you're listening to KSB in Los Angeles, so I just want to make sure everybody know that. But uh, coming up next, Shohei Otani with a bit of a surprise. And um, 
I want to get into how, how the Lakers, we talked about how the Lakers, you know, made this impressive comeback, but why were they down so much is the question. We'll get into that coming up next.